Welcome to the Front Porch Theology. I'm your host, Heather Cook, and I'm here with... Jeremy. And Will. Why do you always get to introduce yourself second? J comes before W. Hmm. I'm nimble. We go alphabetic order. Oh. Yeah. H.J. Will. H.J. Will. So technically you're before me in that, because of Basham. No, we go first name. Oh, first name. Yeah, because yeah, Cook would be last. Basham would be first. That's true. That's true. So, Heather, I was going to ask oh, you, gosh. is a sloth like your spirit animal? I, I'm a non on the Enneagram, and sloth is... I don't know what that means. A sloth... Oh, okay. Well, Enneagram. Not, not Enneagram. The Enneagram. Enneagram. You're a six. Baker, that's why I don't like you. <laughs> wow. Because I'm so closely, like, connected to sixes, and... Is this like a... I go to six in unhealth. Yeah, it's... In a, in is this a, like the so Chinese calendar? Yeah. Like, you pick... I'm, I'm a rabbit Okay, first that. of all, when you say <laughs> Dude, it... I'm a... S- s- a boar. What boar? Are, how, yeah. Why do you know that? Because I eat a lot of Chinese food. <laughs> it's on the little placemat. Oh, it is. Most of the time it isn't. So, Why no, do you know that you're a nine? Because uh, I've kind of read books about it. To okay. Know well, same it. with me in the Chinese calendar. Except that they're okay, read books. Well. Just a placemat. Yeah. I, well, that's a book for me. I've read all of it multiple okay. times. Well. So how are you all? So you're a nine sloth. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm good. Jason bought those for me for Christmas. Sweet, those man. are gifts. Yeah. Those good are my nice stocking Jason. gifts. I'm good. Happy New Year. Happy this is New our Year. first podcast of yeah. the New Year, isn't it? Yeah. Where's the party poppers? <laughs> Jeremy, you. Uh, Jeremy's not, not feeling it. Well, no. I'm. I've, you all have already frustrated me this morning. You frustrated, well, you frustrated us by not us. bringing no. your computer. No one ever asked me to bring the computer. Well. I just always have it because we voted. I do. So voted. every every podcast episode that you've ever listened to is um, listener has been recorded on Jeremy's computer. But not, this not one, everyone. this not one, everyone. well, this is the one exception everyone. in history, mm-hmm. and it's on like we got like a reel-to-reel thing in the office here. It's like the, it's like on a tape. I don't we've know how Baker's going to change it. We've to used digital. <laughs> we've used this computer before, because you had to download it on your app or on your iPad. In the months that I have been a part of the podcast, yeah. we have never used a different device. Well, sir. Uh, we 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 have before. I I I just I I come from. I, I just didn't bring my computer, and I'm just saying. I, it's, listen, I know a way we can settle this. All right, let's do it then. Let's do it then. This is what I need right now. Let's have a super fight about it. I agree. Okay. And and the winner is right. Yes. No matter how wrong they may be. Have you In already reality. picked out your cards? No. This is not planned. This, this is brought to you by super fights. This is a game. No, you can't flip that. This is the power Don't cards. Don't flip that. Oh, oh sorry. I got the wrong card. Yeah. We'll, we'll walk through with you. Okay, that's You're yours. You're sure this isn't a part of so, your plan? Jeremy, no, 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 no. explain the game while I deal. All right, so look at the white you have a Super Fights. It's a yet. wonderful game that you can get at Target, at Walmart, or any place that sells board games. You can also find it on Amazon, and this is a game of argumentation. So what you do is you have a white card that is your... It is your person. So, for example, I am a woolly mammoth. And then you are given three black cards that each of them reveal a superpower. And around as you go around, that is you reveal your superpowers, and thus you determine who wins in the super fight. So, I am – are you going to give me the rest of my cards? Not yet. Oh, okay. When the time is appropriate. Okay, well, that will go first. But it's just an arguing game. I am, I am a woolly mammoth, and what are you? I can't flip over my card. I'm a dolphin. A dolphin. Okay. A do- okay. Heather, if, oh, it's, wait. if it's inappropriate, you have to ask for another card. We need to find out where we're fighting. We should have already done that. Let's let Baker pick. Baker he's Rear. a neutral. Well, he's going to be biased. No, he's not. Baker, where well, I mean, I already know where I want to fight. I don't want right. to fight in the ocean. Me too. I don't want to fight in the ocean. I got a woman woolly mammoth. <laughs> right. The woolly mammoths aren't great swimmers. Baker, tell us where we're fighting. 
Think back to like Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Or like Ooh. Mario Kart Street Fighter. races or um, something like that. Oh, okay, good we are fighting. No, this is good. This is good. We're fighting in an outdoor tent. Okay. I, yes. I, I, I like it. Well, it was out, outdoor toilet. We're fighting out and around an outdoor toilet. So it's a it's a around flat, it, not in it. Yes, yeah, huh. that's what he said. So an right outdoor now, I got the toilet. Advantage. Yeah. That's okay. like an outhouse. Yeah. So that's what we're so fighting. We you can find it on Baker's Instagram. It's like this out. It's basically outside around this brick building. Go ahead. Did you see a picture? Okay. Of it? Yeah. I am can a I hockey see the player. Picture of the hockey arena? player. You're a hockey player. Okay. All right. So my first power. Ooh, a hockey player. Today, I yeah. rely. Yeah. I, I rely on heat vision to see, and both of you produce lots of heat. Everyone knows this. Hockey players are sweaty and gross, <laughs> especially today. if you're trying to skate on 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 this on I love it. this dirt land there. I'm, I yeah. rely on heat vision to see. Okay, that's a that's definitely no. You can't hide from me. You're gonna be putting, especially you. You're putting a lot of energy. Dolphins are cold. Trying to wiggle on land. Not Dolphins when you're putting are cold. That, but you're extinct. Well, so how this can you one, really this fight? One's, this one's not extinct. This one's you can't make up the rules. To I, un- it. I unthawed. Well, I'm obviously fighting. All right, let me throw so my, exist. Let me give you this power. So I know that you yeah. feel pretty good about yourself so far, but I'm a dolphin that has one tiny baby arm. <laughs> so one That's of what you're my dragging yourself on the land with. Yeah. So I have one normal sized fin. Yeah. And the other one, but should it be a? I don't, I don't know how you would interpret that. Is it an actual you, baby's arm, like a, a human arm, arm or is it yes. like a small fin? No, it's a baby arm. Okay, I like that better because yeah. I can. Gra- I have an opposable thumb now. That, that gives me an advantage from where I was before. It's not a huge advantage, but I'm better than I was. On dry land as a dolphin, yes. That does give you an I'm in advantage. The, I'm in the toilet. We're fighting around an outdoor I'm just going to crush it then. I mean, it's a little toilet. I'm just going to stomp on it. All right. Well, we'll just wait and see what It doesn't say in the are. in the thing, though. It says that, around right. it. He just, well, he's either in the toilet. You're just going to flop in there and get in the toilet. A, a, a giant yeah. dolphin in a toilet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's see what you got. Let's see what you got. Okay, so... I'm a hockey player piloting an attack drone. Uh, okay, done. but that's kind of intimidating. It actually. is, but she okay. She's a hockey player, but she has on all the gear. Right, obviously. That's that. You know the mittens and everything. They wear mittens, don't they? They're gloves. Catchers. Um. Well, okay. The, catcher, the goalie does. Well, the rest of them do. They don't have. Beer oh my god. Let's, let's start with, with <laughs> Heather because we each get we each get two more. We each get two more. Can we take a picture uh, of his hair? <laughs> his hair is out of control. All right, we each get two more powers, so let's go with okay. Heather first. Okay. There you go, Heather. Did you look at it? Yeah, I did. Oh. I really wish I had that card. I have a hundred of them. A hundred hockey players having drones. I don't think she has a hundred drones. I have a hundred superpowers, maybe? No, it's a hundred hockey players. A hundred oh, okay. hockey players, not a hundred drones. You on, still only have one on dry oh, okay. On dry land. I'm not, I'm not that concerned. And it's an attack drone. They have sticks. Yeah, They can but. beat you with their sticks. I'm a giant woolly mammoth. All right. You want this one or you want me to take it? You're dead. No. Well, I'll take it. I don't want it now. Well, yeah, I do. Come and give it to me. Do you want it or you want me to take it? I looked at it. It's a good one. Give it to me. He's on. Controls magnetism. I just, yeah, your drones are nothing to me. Yeah, They're that's really detrimental to your drone. I just crushed them all in my big woolly like, mammoth. Well, guess magneto. what? My drones are made out of plastic. <laughs> no, they're not. Woolly they're magneto. attack drones are not plastic. Everyone knows you this. You don't know that. Oh, my Well, they're not going to attack very well. Look at the Did mammoth. You? My one tiny baby arm that I have as a dolphin yep. is handcuffed to a golf cart. <laughs> Listen, I normally think I'm a good arguer, but I'm yeah. 
I'm running out of stuff. I don't know how I can win this fight. I, my last card's <laughs> going to have to be a, an absolute game changer. because I feel like you drew your cards because we're going through Leviticus, and this is animal yeah. cruelty, just like Leviticus. Yeah, I mean, it's a sad <laughs> your baby story. A dolphin with a human it. baby arm yeah. handcuffed to a golf cart. I'm, I'm essentially immobile. <laughs> right, you really are. Okay, so what do you I'm do gonna now? Take, I'm going to take the next card. But Wait. There's I'm more. armed with a poison-tipped lance. Okay. So, even though I'm immobile. Yeah. You're, and you're dead because you're being drug around by the golf cart. And you to I'm ba- not dead. And you have a baby Let arm. me remind you're you, dolphins, dolphins are not fish. <laughs> dolphins are mammals, so they can breathe. Yeah. You you have... I just, Heather's by, mind is blown. She didn't know that. If you're... No. <laughs> this is an educational If you're game. out by the porta potty then you're way far away from water, and you're dead, dude. I don't need water to live, though. That's the that's my point. Dolphins, no, dolphins, dolphins breathe air. out of water. That's dumb. Stop. What? That's why they have a blowhole. God hole. made it. Yeah. <laughs> they have a blowhole in the top. Okay. Of Heather, I'm sorry that you don't like this, <laughs> but that's the way it is. Yeah, they breathe okay, like give me my next card. So I'm not dead, and I'm not very good on offense, but defensively, I have a poison tip. All on. I have to do is come at you from a different direction because you can't. There's yours. I want you all to know this is taking a lot of time on the podcast. Are we recording? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my I think gosh. We are. Okay. No depth perception. Which oh. is <laughs> which is standard for a hockey player. <laughs> yeah, I think I won this one. I control magnetism. Oh my gosh. This and, is this is the dagger. If, and if I'm he had armed one with a barbed wire net. Yeah, you're. I, I was made to destroy you and you. I like you. You can't do anything. But you are dead. I'm not. This woolly mammoth is alive. Hence why it's the in a card super does fight. not say that. It All does right. say that. I officially surrender. All right. So I, I've destroyed your drones. My dolphin, okay. immobile dolphin. Is so what's the I, point of this game? I have Useless. for the point Just of this game argue. is to no. It's to show that I was right. That's what we said. That if I won in this super fight, that I was right, and you guys will repent. From not for being cruel, for not uh, you know for what for accusing right, me Jeremy, of messing up this morning. Jeremy, I'm sorry. I should have told you that you have nope, to bring nope, the nope, computer. No, 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 no. This is not a real apology. I want it I is sincere. sincere. I I <laughs> repent. I obviously should tell you every time oh that you need God. to bring the computer, even though you do it every time. I should tell you every single time. I just always have it with. So me, I'm really sorry. So I apologize to our listeners that uh, we have taken 20 minutes of your life that you'll never get back playing a stupid game. That oh, game is not stupid. That game with is fun. You can animals. find it at Amazon. That's that's who. Don't Amazon. call it stupid because they sponsored our podcast today. Super fights. Stupid. Stupid fights. Guy. Just put it down. Bound <laughs> games. Okay. So what, yeah, what's the topic? I have no clue. So our topic today, um, with it kind of being a new year. New you, you know, everybody talks about New Year, New Year's resolutions. Right here, New Year's <laughs> resolutions. <laughs> We're going to talk about uh, Bible reading because a lot of people have probably started some sort of Bible plan. And one of the topics that someone asked a while back was for us to kind of go over the difference in Bible versions, the difference in study Bibles, reference Bibles, blah, 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 all that stuff. So. Well, this is awkward because I've been really lazy on my Bible reading. <laughs> Did, so do you do a Bible reading plan? So, all right. I know, so <clears throat> I, let, me, let me just point something out. What? Like, you posted on Facebook like three days into the new year, oh, yeah, church, our app has a Bible reading plan if you didn't know. Well, you know, when you start late, you get behind. The so. church posted that. You don't know that that was me. I know that it was you. It was me. Yeah. Uh, I know that Could it was you. Could have been me. No, he just said it was him. Oh. It, it was definitely me. Okay. 
I, so, I never posted anything. I, I not thought, that you would remember I've, because you remember I, nothing. When apparently. did we post that? The third. I don't know. So it was like, I, wasn't it too may have been the second day. I don't know. I really you, don't know. If you really were motivated, you could get caught up. Yeah. Or maybe. you could just start in like Genesis 15, and still do it in a year. It just you just finish on January uh, 3rd next year. That's true. Yeah. But um, so I didn't want to tell a lot of people, and so you've kind of thrown me under the bus by putting Good. it on the podcast. Great. But I I am attempting. To do, read the Bible in a year. And the reason I wasn't going to tell a lot of people is because I've tried this like accountability I think five purposes. times. Yeah. Well, I, no, it's not accountability. I wasn't going to tell people because I'm embarrassed when I fail. <laughs> so I've tried it like five times and I've never done it. <laughs> I, I too. Fail. I'm actually reading through this. Have series. you done it? No, Have I've never. Have you successfully done it? No. So I usually, um, I get hung up in Leviticus, Numbers, Chronicles, Kings, so all that. Look, if you're doing a Bible reading plan this year. Yeah. I think, and you're like part of our church, and you don't miss church, then you can uh, you can skip Leviticus because we're going to read it at church. Well, great, because we haven't got to it yet. Yeah, and I'll just skip right over that yeah. bad boy. I think yeah, you're gonna we're gonna go through it in mm-hmm. like immense detail. So, so th- for me, like um, Bible reading, especially going through the Bible reading, like a Bible reading plan, you know, um, like for me in the past, I've kind of like looked at it as a to do and not a hey I'm going to do this and enjoy it so this year I'm kind of looking at it in a different way I'm reading in my study bible that way I could actually learn stuff from it and not just like skim through all the names and everything so I've made it to Genesis 11 and then um the app that I'm using or the plan that I'm using is um going through chronologically oh yeah um so now I'm in Job right now yeah or finishing up Job and then going back to Genesis yeah that's cool I like the chronological ones. I've never tried it, but I'm I'm using the New Heights app. I don't um, know that I like it. I mean, I do. Um, Elizabeth Thompson's doing that. The, she sent me a plan that she was doing. So I'm she I'm sent in me the Bible was like, recap. Is this accurate? I, I think she was like, is this is this actually chronological? I'm well, like, you know, I, I, know, I never thought of reading the Bible chronologically until a few years ago when I found out there was a chronological Bible. No, it is cool. I think I think the coolest thing about it is when you go through the Gospels. Yeah. Because you just got to bounce back and forth yeah, all the time. Yeah, I think that's... And you can kind of get a I'm a excited good for that. Um, yeah. But, you know, in the in so Old actually, Testament, I was like, oh. So actually yesterday, so I'm doing the New Heights uh, playing Bible in a yeah. year on the app, and yesterday was my first day that I didn't read, read. my assigned reading. I didn't read yesterday either. Yeah. Wednesdays are hard for me. I like that we just yeah have a um, a podcast episode about Con- it. Maybe this confession. is the Lord like bringing me to repentance. This is my confession. I read the Bible yesterday. I just didn't do like that reading. Oh, I did too. I le- read in Leviticus. <laughs> yeah. Jeremy, do you read your Bible? I I do. Oh, Jeremy's <laughs> I do. still here. I, I don't have a plan. You don't. No, I go through. So I'm going through. The you don't have a plan right for anything now. in your I life. I don't. I don't. I unless unless the, someone tells me, hey, you should have a plan on how to read your Bible. That I don't, I don't yeah. do it. No, no. It's, in all seriousness, I just read. <clears throat> I'm just going through Genesis right now. Um, yeah, I mean, there's, there's nothing sexy, or I don't have a timeline. I just well, there's nothing read. sexy about a Bible nope. reading plan. Jamie. There's not. It's words. So so I, I'll be so I don't really like plans. Um, wow. Well, they show you tell me more. your failures. Yeah, well, no, I mean, there's that, but there's also sometimes where I feel like I've, in the past, have become more obsessed about reading that chapter or those two chapters than, like, the content in it. So I kind of approach Bible reading like a meal. I eat until I'm full. Like, I've stopped. I'm like, man, I really like that. That's really comforting. I'm, I'm going to stop. I don't want to overindulge. I'm going to, and maybe I'll come back and read a little bit more today. But, like, I, I, I like to read like I eat, not just once a day and not a huge quantity, and that's it. I like to read a little bit. Throughout the day, like so little you snacks. read all throughout the day. Yeah, like little snacks. So like I, 
so I like to try to read in the morning. Um, so I, I wake up pretty early. Uh, I also like to read. He says he does in the evening. I, <laughs> I, I definitely I wake up at five five thirty somewhere in right the there. morning. Yeah. Um, is that to kind of wake up before the rest of your family so that you can have reading time? Um, no, but it works out that way. Um, okay. the, the, the original reason was because I, I need to, I got a bunch of stuff I need to get done in the morning before my kids get up. Like I make lunch and all that stuff. Um, cause I'm, I take them to school. So I, why don't uh, you do the time before? I, sometimes I do. Um, and I still wake up at five, five thirty. but, oh, okay. but I really, I like the quietness of the morning. That's, it's partly of it. It kind of forces me to do so. So the um, I hate mornings. Oh, I, I love it. So yeah, so I, I like I like a little bit uh, throughout the day. There's times where you know you got to go to the bathroom. You got to be in there for a little bit. Take your Bible. Go. Uh, I mean, okay. So read, you're telling read, us read on you, the take, you take your Bible to the. Toilet. I have a Bible that stays in the bathroom, and it's I hate those stupid I hate those stupid little like read a little inspirational quote of the Bible that takes things out of context. Like I don't that, I don't like that. What do you mean? Like the little toilet feel good. Oh, books. like the encouragement books or Gosh, whatever. Barf. Um, so I for didn't a know while, there was a for a while, book. I was I was like trying that. to col- make a collection of yeah. um, tool books. No Bible verses I've seen Taking on decorative content. things oh, yeah. in the bathroom. Oh, yeah. So like you go in the bathroom, you sit down on the toilet, and you look up on the wall, like you're in a church, and it says like <laughs> I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. You're like I can do this. And, um, <laughs> there's there's one in our bathroom actually. There I don't, is. Do you remember what it says? I don't go look and see. Y'all keep talking. Go, yeah. go look so so I was gonna say the I am. Uh, I like to do a little bit of reading, but yeah, because I like to go for the content more than like a plan. I don't want to become so obsessed. With I like, plan. you know, I like that because yeah, I think, um, what is it? With with man, this is impossible, but with God, all <laughs> things are possible. That's literally hanging <laughs> in, in the, the office bathroom. <laughs> That's great. That could that could come at a time of need. I sure. did, it could, yeah. Sure. Um, you all go in there a lot. Sure. Um, so. I like that, Jeremy, because yeah. I think with plans, like a lot of people, like I was saying earlier, get hung up on it being a check mark. Yeah. It being something to do. And then whenever you get behind a couple of days, <clears throat> also, you feel like a failure. Like you feel like you can't get your crap together yep. to be able to, you know, and you just kind of stop and stall out and then you don't like finish. You know, you don't follow through. So I like what so you said. So I don't said. think it's a, I don't think a Bible reading plan is a bad thing. I don't know. I'm I doing don't think it this so year. I am too. But, yeah. I, but I also don't like, I don't push it. You don't, don't always don't, do it I don't it try either, to recommend it to everyone. Yeah. No, I haven't done it for years. Yeah. Um, this is the first time in years that I've done The The past several years, what I've been doing is just like a devotional habit is um, reading large chunks at a time in my week. Like I would, I would be much Sorry. more successful. Like I would actually read more Bible personally, not for like ministry or preaching or whatever, but just personally read the Bible. I would read more if I read like an hour at a time rather than 10 minutes a day yeah so that's that's kind of been my my habit but i'm changing that a little bit one of the books one of the bibles i really like to read is not only the one that doesn't without a plan but the one with um that doesn't have chapter and verse numbers yes yeah it is it is amazing um so so actually like a like a a book that you just read like for enjoyment so so i'm reading i'm doing the bible reading plan i'm doing and you always know what verse to go to right well no if you're doing it on your phone like it just gives you what you're reading and you just hit the yeah and it's like on the new heights app it's it's literally like you don't even have to go to the book so like it goes from genesis to luke yeah so like you finish your reading in genesis and you just keep scrolling and luke's already there cool so that i'm doing that on my phone it's very like it is like a bathroom or sitting in the truck or like wherever I am. But then I really like taking a longer period of time, not daily, but every now and then to sit down 
turn my phone off and read. And when I do that, I read the Bible without chapters and verses because then I'm not like, I don't, I don't hit those like stopping points. Like, oh, yeah, you kind of just read it kind of like what Jeremy said. You just kind of read until you're yeah full and satisfied. And that's how it was written too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's cool. No, I like that. That's good. So the reason that I decided to do an app is um, because in the past, like I've always been like crazy about printing off like these papers and like checking and highlighting them. And I would print one for work and print one for home. And then I'd always lose them or I'd like check one off but not the other one so then i'd get to work and be like where you know where the what chapter am i in you're very like Like, stationary oriented too uh, you got a lot of stationary well i i take notes a lot and i make a lot of lists you've got like six notebooks on the table right now. i got three notebooks on the table well your coffee mug has a sweater too i got that as a christmas gift i love it (laughs) i like it i have a blanket in the car too in case it was too cold in here that way i can bring it in so okay um do you think that it's required of Christians to read the Bible daily? Well, that's what I wanted to ask because I know... Um, what did you say, Jeremy? I said no. Really? Yeah, really. I agree with you. Yeah. I think... I, what do you think, Heather? I don't think that you have to. I mean... Does, does that feel it's not a little, something Does that, that feel a little bit sacrilegious? It does. Um, <laughs> it, well, and you know, I know the environment you grew up in, too, the church that you grew up in, like... Um, like, you know, you heard a lot, you know, read yeah. your Bible daily, read right. your Bible Did daily. Did the Episcopalians the teach you to read your Bible every day? Well, they don't read the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well. Uh, I, I did. I grew up being taught that. And then um, I was actually at a conference, a pastor's conference, and it was, it was actually Steve Timmis that was talking about this. And it, it, was in, it was in Europe, actually. We were in Serbia, and he was talking about um, church history. And, and specifically the churches of like Asia Minor and, and different things like of that sort. But he began to talk about um, all, all throughout church history before the Reformation and before the printing press. And he said, he started off his sermon with, do you, do you think that a Christian should read the Bible every day? And everybody's like, yeah. Like I think he actually asked everybody to raise their hands, like if you think they should. And, um, and then he said, do you think it's required? There were less hands, you know. But, um, but the point he was making was, Throughout most of church history, there have been um, instances and circumstances where a vast population, sometimes the majority of the population, didn't have the Bible available to them in their language or they couldn't read. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, he was basically saying, like, put yourself in medieval times and a peasant who trusts in Christ, but they don't have the ability to read. Um, is, is God somehow upset with that person because they can't read the Bible? No. And so, um, so that was like a huge relief to me. It was like, oh, yeah, thank God. <laughs> like yeah. There's not this enormous weight on me. Yeah. And it, I think it actually freed me up to actually read the Bible more because I, cause I think through history and I think of all those people who didn't have the ability or the availability of the Bible in their language. And I thought, what a gift we have to have the Bible so accessible. I mean, you go to the dentist and it's sitting on the table, you know, it's on your phone. It's it's everywhere. So. Right. What a blessing, and so it makes me want to read read it more often. Well, I think there's also um, different cultural traditions. Like when you think of like the Hebrew tradition, right? There was it was it was auditory. They they heard it, um, and so I think we. I mean, with technology, that makes that a lot easier. So you were maybe not everyone was able to read. So maybe there was one person who was able to read, and and, and he read it to the group. Um, so there's a corporate 
uh, aspect, I think, to Scripture that I think sometimes we, we, we miss. Um, so in fact, some people take it, I think, in completely wrong direction. I don't, I don't need – I can go read the Bible myself. I don't need to be in a corporate setting when, when this is read. And I think, I think that's um, often how it was used, especially in the Old Testament, right? It was read to a, in a corporate setting. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they recite – they heard it and they memorized it. Um, they heard it so often like a song. Um, and so that that way they they would they would pray scripture they would so they would recite scripture themselves they would pray it in the morning they might hear it I you know we have a we, our Bible app can read it to you yeah. so yeah. there's aspects of like that you may not sit down and read Streetlights Bible app I think I've recommended on the podcast before but it's it's phenomenal if you don't have that app down, yeah I've heard you mention that. that from the pulpit too yeah it's like uh, hip hop beats and kind of like rhythmic reading it's great it's cool yeah so it's just the idea that you can you can Use. Those traditions, Jeremy, probably made it, made them know it better. I'm sure. I mean, well, I mean, especially if we're if we get obsessed with I got to read so much. Now, again, I'm not against reading plans at all. I don't, but I just for me, it has never worked. But yeah, if if I have to listen to it, and if I have to put it to song, I, I I think absolutely. So, do you think that's probably why um, people probably memorize scripture more? Like, I, it's very hard for me to memorize scripture. Unless I'm being intentional about trying to, sure. you know, just memorize the passage that means a lot to me. Um, yeah, I, th- I think the I think it's the way we go about memorizing things that makes it difficult. Yeah, I'm, well, and you know, I must think too that our accessibility to the Bible, you know, it, while it's a like crazy awesome, yeah, like we almost it take it, it for granted. It also, might dull it sometimes, yeah. Um, so you know, you can buy a decorative picture to put on your toilet you know, yeah. not on your toilet i mean some people do probably yeah. but um but, but decorative so, stickers it's so yeah. strange to me though because like we're god didn't inspire the you know the four chapter four verse 13 right in the sense that it's a the numbers because that was later added mm-hmm. like if i say if i can know what paul's saying or if i know what peter's saying and i say yeah it's it's in a letter that he wrote like i don't i, don't, I guess i don't see it yeah you know it's not it's not as important to know the chapter verse yeah like you well, like sword drills i know the episcopalians didn't yeah. do that when you were a kid but <laughs> no. like sword drills like who can look up the the verse yeah. the fastest and stuff yeah, we, we get, get shadow animals by the way you remember cookies and kool-aid do you <laughs> remember when uh when jesus went to the synagogue and and he taught uh, from from the book of Isaiah, and so they bring him the scroll. I was reading this the other day, and I was thinking about it. do you how long do you think it took him to find where he or find his place? Oh, that's a, that's a big scroll too. Yeah, it is a big scroll, right? And so it wasn't like a book. He had to like unroll it to the right place. Yeah, and he wanted he wanted to find the place that the specific prophecy that he wanted to teach on to show that he was the Messiah. Yeah, like, I, there's two sides. So in his humanity. Was it like? Was it awkward? Like, had to scroll through this thing, or in his deity, was he just like, I know exactly where it is. Yeah. So, but I think the reason that um, <laughs> Heather's like, don't uh, care. <laughs> moving on, um, <laughs> I think the I think the reason why uh, we you know we used to always call it address. Like, where's the address? Um, where's it housed? You know, like a scripture. I think mm-hmm. a, a big reason that that's important is because you know if um, you know if Will's trying to minister to me. Like, I can say, okay, where's that found at so that I can read it? So it is important, but I really like what you said, Jeremy. Like, it's much more important to know the overall. Yeah. The ESV app works offline, and what I use, like, all the time on that app is the search tool. It's an Mm -hmm. offline search tool, so I don't have to have, like, good service or whatever. Yeah. And I'll know all the time I can recall verses, but I don't remember what chapter and verse. So I can search key phrases that I remember. That's good. I like that. And it pulls it up real quick. 
I mean, I do that in counseling and yeah, no, just I, like practical. That's I'm a just great having tool conversations to have. with yeah. brother or sister. And well, because well, you know you want to, like, you want to be able to use scripture, yeah. um, yeah. for it to be ac- ac- Yeah, but like if I had a if I had a scroll that I had to find it, I'd be like, yeah, hey, it's in there somewhere. Go find Jeremy. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was Jeremy's say, got the scrolls. I was gonna say the the uh, what. I mean, I, I think that the chapter verses are in there to make things easier for us, right, since we have copies of them. Um, and so, th- again, if you can memorize scripture, that's that's wonderful. Um, I, I love where, you know, it talks about, you know, Mary hides the word of the Lord in her heart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that that that's done. That's done because I, I just look at it as... Um, it's, it's because of a love for it. Right, right. And, and I think that when we try to memorize something out of... And I see this with when, as, a, as a teacher, like if I, when I was teaching history, or uh, I would, you know, when you when you say, okay, t- you got to learn these dates and what happened at these dates, it becomes less um, uh, alive. But if, if you if you make history, let's say a story, then it, then you it's easy it's easier to digest and like remember it and kind of keep with you. And I think yeah. that's true with with scripture. I think helping learning the context helps. I think learning what's being talked about, you know, I, I think all of that helps versus just kind of, you know, writing the same verse 10 times, uh, uh, you know, it, it being something you play with that you, I don't know. I, I, I don't like uh, just memorization and calling that learning. I mean, well, I mean, well, like loving the word is way different than learning it with flashcards, right? right? Like, like we should love the word of God. When you don't, yeah. that's the thing. Like you don't learn it. Like, you know, we all used to memorize crap to pass tests in school, you right. know, how much, how many of us actually I, remember that? Oh, stuff? I passed a vision test one time so oh I could play gosh. basketball without goggles. And, uh, the, the, the eye chart was in mm-hmm. the waiting room. So I just memorized it. Oh my gosh. So <laughs> that's how yeah. we did it in Lincoln County. That's funny. Cheat, cheat. Oh. But yeah, like memorization is just a way to get by. Yeah. Like that's not, yeah. That's not what God's looking for. It's yeah. kind of like in Leviticus, like I the rituals. Good, yeah. I know you want to talk about Leviticus, but like the rituals that the yeah. people went through, he wasn't looking for them to just do the go through the motions and do the rituals. He was looking for a heart change as they approached but those things. Th- that's also how you get like Philippians four thirteen taken out of context. I mean, I'm going to absolutely. Shoot, yeah. I'm, I'm going to memorize this first that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, 100%. and then yeah, right. and then you end up putting it in your bathroom. Right. And, yeah. <laughs> right. Like it's like, no I longer about being this. content. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's good. That's a very good point. Okay, so do you all um, have any any qualms about physical Bible versus electronically? Like I used like, does to. Does it bother me when? Um, yeah, I mean, cause you know that like there's a lot of the there's phone. a lot of people um, there's a lot of people who don't like when people pull up their Bible like in church yeah. to read it electronically as no, opposed. I, to... It doesn't bother me. I I think it's a good thing, honestly. I, I think. Um, Having a, a Bible app on our phone, I think, is is great because of the accessibility, the yeah. ease of it. Um, I, it doesn't bother me. I, I, what, I, what would be the reason that someone have an issue with bringing up a Bible up on the phone? So, I, I, I just from hearing this and having conversations in the past, like a lot of people say, "Oh, that's lazy." You know, that's not responsible think, of them not I to be able to bring their Bible. To look on know. the other side, I think it, it could be a distraction. Like if you're trying to well, read yeah, the Bible, well, yeah, if you're you getting get notifications message, yeah, and stuff like that, it can be a distraction. Most people think you're probably not really on your Bible that you're like on Facebook, and which is you know Watching it Bob happens. Watching Bob at church or something. <laughs> you know, like, um. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know if like, 
they're apparently their hard book Bible is not keeping them from being distracted because they're looking at everyone else with their phones. Like, <laughs> I just, that's yeah. a very good point. I, I don't know. I, I, I mean, s- I preach from a, an iPad. I don't right. have a yeah. physical Bible on the pulpit when I preach anymore. Yeah. I did for a long time, but I don't anymore. Um, just because of the the layout is easier for me to copy paste what I'm with the scripture I'm no- referencing yeah, the into one the thing. Yeah, page and just scroll through it. So like, absolutely. there's that. Is, you know, but I. So I was gonna say I. I am. It's really weird because I don't think it's wrong. I, I think there's something aesthetic, uh, something that's aesthetically unpleasing about someone pulling out a phone. And, yeah, I was and hoping you'd bring that up. Yeah, because I've heard you say that before. Yeah, I, like I'm, I've heard Jeremy say, like if you're gonna read scripture from stage, if you're just gonna read, not not not. If you're just gonna preach. read, if you're gonna get on stage at church, like and corporately read the Bible, like read it from paper. Yeah, I, I think it aesthetically looks better. I don't think. Uh, just because typically people keep their phones in their pockets and they're getting out their phones and they're juggling them around. So like if like I'm I'm a, I mean I don't I don't ask people to do that. Well, I don't think that anyone does that. I even uh, I even ha- bought uh, an iPad case that looks like right. a, a Bible. It's like leather. It looks like a book. Yeah. So like just for that purpose, because like if I'm doing a funeral or something, sure. like I want That's it to true, feel yeah. like I want it to feel a little more like he's a preacher, not like he's some techie. Like yeah. like I'm Steve yeah. Jobs you presenting can- some tech thing. You know. Right. And I th- so you kind of look like a hipster, so I mean, I can see where I people... am a hipster. I'm pretty hip. Yeah. <coughs> you and your puffy vest. This is not a puffy vest. This is a quilted vest. Okay. Is that the same <coughs> va- vest you wore yesterday in the video? No, it's a different one. He has he has so he has more puffy vests than any men I've vest. ever met before. He loves them. <laughs> None of them are puffy. Okay. okay. They're called quilted vests. Right. This is a diamond quilted vest. Oh man, what's that? Diamond quilted. I, 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 with specific. a little puff to it. It's a little puff. The puff is just my puff of my body. <laughs> and I'd appreciate it if you stop <laughs> referencing it. Okay, so um, what are your suggestions for reference versus study Bibles? So, I, so uh, what, what's our, like, what study Bible do we like? I mean, if somebody is reading a Bible, have, which most... Well, a, stu- a reference most, Bible, well, let me... A study Bible is going to be a reference Bible too. Right? Well, most uh, I believe all Bibles have like footnotes right. and, and references of some sort because they have an in, you know. yes. But some there's some KGV only people who think that commentaries are distractions, right? And and they're not the Bible, so you shouldn't have right. them in there. So I'm sure that there are some types or brands Forms. of Bibles. So when I'm saying reference Bible, I'm talking about the. The little footnotes that say like this, this like when you read in the Gives New Testament another, and it another quotes scripture, the Psalms, yeah. it shows what Psalm it's quoting, yeah. like that kind of thing. Yeah, I think almost all Bibles have that to some degree. Yeah, maybe not to the detail, but yeah. Like, Are you yeah. cold? I am. I'm a little chilly. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. It's Would okay. You like his vest. Well, if I had I'm a puffy vest like that, my arms would still be chilly, but my the <laughs> core su- would be really warm. I'm sweating. So <laughs> I had to take my sweater off. I also have two other shirts on under it, so, so don't. What's your favorite Bible? Like, what do you use? Like, well, that's what we're going to talk about next okay. version. So, um, don't jump the gun. Don't, sorry, yeah, settle down. Well, I, have a, I have a commentary Bible that I love. Settle I think a study Bible is is a great thing, um, if it's a good study Bible, if it's if it's got good commentary. Um, ESV study Bible is one that we recommend. CSB study Bible is a good one. This English Standard Version, Christian Christian Standard Bible. Um, those are both good study Bibles that I've read through that I endorse and and like. Um, so, did you know that there's 2,023 versions of the Bible? 2,023 versions. versions English of, versions? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That's just what my Bible app told me. If it's not English, then <laughs> well, there's 1,371 languages. The Bible's transcribed in a thousand. 
371. Well, then, yeah. If there's a thousand, over a thousand languages, then yeah, 2,000 and some is probably just English. So, so what, what is your, is, is that, what's your go-to Bible? If you were to prepare a sermon, like, what, where do you go to first? Like, what's the one you love the most? Like a, tra- like which translation? Yeah. No, study, like your study Bible. Oh, study Bible? He's yeah. still stuck on study Bibles. I, yeah, I have one that's very unique that I love. You know. So, I, I don't, I don't have a study Bible. Is that going to be a bad pastor? No. No. So when people ask you though, you know, what's a good do you I like, recommend the ESV study Bible. So I have more an ESV Lutheran study Bible. That's my favorite. I love it. Is that the one that you recommended to me? It's his real skanky one that he carries around I have two all the of time. Them. Is one oh. of them skanky, but the other one He was actually you talk about aesthetics on that video we did for the church. <laughs> he was gonna sit down with it and I was like, Don't use that Bible. That, that Bible's ugly. Like it's yeah. like I went and got a nice looking like one. Dirty uh, and the, ratty. My <clears throat> ESV study Bible, uh my Lutheran Either ESV percent, I really like, and then there's a theological. Um, I think the theological one is the one you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, there's that, a lot of really cool ones that are that are being produced. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find them on cross cross crossway dot org. Yeah. Yeah. I think all the ones on there. Crossway does a Christian lot of really cool ones. Dot com also has all of these too, because yeah. that's where I buy a lot of my stuff, and they're a lot cheaper. Well, you can find crazy ones on there too. That's true. Well, you can. Crossway, crossway uh, is a out. is a publisher that we we trust. Like if you find them on Crossway, it's not. If you can too find them on Crossway, go to Christian Book, and you can find it cheaper. <laughs> yeah, there we go. That's yeah, fine. that's a great way of doing it. Find them on Crossway. So then. let's talk. Let's talk about that. You're talking about crazy ones. So you know, there's devotional Bibles. There's different kinds of Bibles. Yeah. Um, like if somebody is wanting to, like especially like for new believers or for even their kids, you know, what do you mm. recommend in the way of that? Like, do you just recommend like a basic Bible or a student no, Bible? I, I usually recommend a study Bible. Um, I like, have like the ESD the student uh, Bible, which yeah. I'm not sure the difference between the student and just the study Bible. It's a student study Bible. Um, I don't, I don't know, know if they're either. just like the covers are meant to be more decorative. <laughs> I've never um, so the I worked Bible. at Family Christian a few years ago. <laughs> um, and that was one thing that I enjoyed doing, like when it was really slow in the evenings or on the weekends or whatever, like I would lay some Bibles out and yeah. kind of read through to see the difference in them because I was doing a lot of teen ministry then and yeah. um which I, that was something that I really loved. So the only reason I don't have a study Bible is because I'm a pastor and I've got like so volumes how many, of commentaries. I was gonna say, it's how just, many Bibles do you have? How many Bibles? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't have a lot. Okay. I mean, I oh, Jeremy, you've got multiple. I have a lot. So you um, you have so multiple. Like I have, to I have use tons of commentaries. And, so okay. like I'll I'll only keep a couple of Bibles, but then I've got like tons of. So I mean, do I've you, got a whole shelf of, over there of commentaries. I've got Bible software full of So do you recommend new believers um, or just any believer, do you recommend that they have a set of commentaries at home to kind of? Uh, a new believer, no. No, I, I don't. So, I don't to really what, think. so to what degree That's of studying? That's why I recommend a study Bible because it's like your Bible and some notes in there all together, and, you, and then you're not having to buy a bookshelf and stock so it what full de- of. So what degree of studying should a Christian be doing like should you have a study Bible reading studying learning more should you have common I mean I think I think a study Bible is a good healthy norm for for a Christian who's not teaching I think okay. if you are teaching the word you're going to have to you're different gonna have to dig in a little bit deeper yeah. to make sure that you're teaching what's sound doctrine that's good yeah. um and so like that's why like Jeremy and I and our pastors like when we're when we're going to teach really something we've yeah. got to like we don't just like even go to one resource multiple. like we've got to see multiple viewpoints yeah. to yeah. make sure we're not you know out in left field so um so that's the primary reason we have all those volumes and whatnot okay. I, and i don't i just don't think if you're not teaching the bible 
then I don't think it's necessary. But but if you're doing like a Sunday school, like if you're well, teaching Sunday school or if you're if you're a small group leader, then yeah. I, sure. It can, well, it because it can all be very overwhelming, you know, if you feel like you uh-huh. have to have 10 other books. Right, right. Um, to be able to read the Bible. So let's talk. Do you have anything else to say about that, Jeremy, before I ask uh, you I, I don't know if, if it applies, but I was just going to say, I think that Probably every not. believer <laughs> needs to, <laughs> needs to, uh, and stealing from R.C. Sproul needs to be a theologian, right? Every, every, everyone's a theologian. So I think that it's not, like, I don't think a, someone who's not preaching necessarily needs all this stuff. But I think the idea of learning, constantly learning, needs to be at the forefront of, of every believer's mind. Not only to learn scripture, but to learn doctrine and to have a richer uh, appreciation for uh, what scripture teaches. Because I think, I think, I think we. So it, it's not that someone is absent of doctrine; they they believe in something. They should. Want, it's good to make sure that they are consistent in their Christian doctrine. So I think that uh, I think everybody needs to be constantly learning, challenging themselves, even reading people they disagree with, and even trying to, uh, that's one of my favorite things to do. I love reading people who I don't agree with to see if I can defend what I believe. I think that's, I think it's a good that's exercise. Good, it sharpens actually, yeah. you, yeah. yeah, and, and yeah, if, if, if people are just interested in just going deeper, learning more, and by all, and you want to spend the money on all these yeah. books, by all means, like, start, start learning. That's something that I would love to have an episode on, like, apologetics, why you know what you know, and being able to... Um, just defend in a respectful way, yeah, mm-hmm. and no, yeah. a non-offensive way. Defend yeah. what you believe, and um, so okay. Um, with all the Bible versions, why do we use the ESV version? I don't know. Do you know? Yeah. So I th- I think it's I think a, it's a it's probably our favorite translation. It is. Um, it, and so they they do a good job at going um, going word for word. They use older text than let's say the KJV. Mm-hmm. Um, so older um, um, manuscripts. So it's the same it's the same process that your KJV only people really love the word for word concept. But they do that, but also using older transcripts and more transcripts uh, manuscripts. I see saying tra- I'm saying transcripts manuscripts from 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 old. So you have. They, they take a, a greater wealth of knowledge from the ancient world, far beyond what the, those who made the KGV had, and then they interpret it word for word. Um, and so, so, th- so, like, it's, it's clear that that's better than, um, like, the NLT or the NIV. They're, they're, not, they're not, I don't, I don't view them as, like, really sinful things. No. But for preaching and teaching, uh, like corporately at the church, we want we want a word for word translation, not a thought for thought translation. Yeah. But so the, but but when I when I look at the ESV, it's not. Um, you say, why do we use the ESV? Mm-hmm. Uh, we like the ESV, but there are other versions that that we would like equally. I think. Um, I think CSB is one that we could get down with. Yeah. NASB. Um, is another one. Bible is also word for word translation. Do what? How do you, at the Amplified Bible, how do you feel about that one? <laughs> I I don't know much about that yeah, one, honestly. I, so so I think I think that I would be nervous because of the name. I think the word <laughs> Amplified. <laughs> I think the word for word uh, translation uh, translation. The reason why we like that is because it stems from our theological position of plenary, verbal plenary inspiration. That that is every word every. Period. Everything, everything in the in the manuscripts and the uh, that was inspired. So it's it's it is. Um, there's not something in scripture. Um, every word was given by the Lord. So if if it's so in some versions where if it's phrase by phrase, 
well, then you, you can see where some things can be lost. Now, I'm not saying that they're bad versions, right? I'm not going right. to say I'm yeah. an ESV only. They're not bad versions. You can still get the meat of what's being said. But right. I do think and hold, I think, I try to at least, um, hold fast to this sufficiency of Scripture that it is God's Word that moves, that sanctifies, that the Holy Spirit uses it. And so we should try to have hold to that as much as possible. So I not not to say that I mean my, my I've I've used the uh, the so I was going to say we've we've used other translations sure. for okay. certain things that was something I was um, going to ask but it, but it's easier for us to kind of because like when somebody joins our church for example and they they're a new Christian they'll ask me like what what kind of Bible to get well if I'm normally reading from the ESV I'm going to recommend that so they buy that and they can follow along easier um, the CSB I would I would be happy preaching from the CSB every week. But it, it wasn't out when we planted the church. Right. It's like a newer translation. Yeah. Um, but I think it's it's very faithful to the text. And so there are there are translations we'd be fine with. But then for practical reasons, we've we've landed on the ESV. We really trust its accuracy. And um, that's and, good. And the, that's, that was two questions that I did not have written down that I was getting ready to ask, and you all just covered both of them. So well, bravo. We're, we're pretty good about that. So um, <laughs> so if so. For me... When we started the church, you know what translation we used? What? The New King James. New King James? Mm Mm-hmm. Why did you switch? Um, So it was always in my plan to switch eventually. Mm -hmm. Um, I started by preaching... Did you do that to draw people in? Yes. It was an attractional (laughs) thing. No, I... Honestly, it, it was a strategic that, thing. I remember talking to <laughs> I talked to some of our Baptist church planning catalysts. It was a strategic move um, that as a brand new church... In, in a very religious area when right. people came That's smart, yeah. I wanted them to be able if they if they brought a KJV in I wanted them to at least be able to follow along right yeah and That's you smart. can't follow along as easily with the ESV when, but yeah. it was it was kind of our plan like once we establish and teach a little bit and our core kind of understands then we can make that switch and that's what we did yeah okay that's a good good answer yeah. so just personally for me um, you know I grew up um, in a Baptist church where you know, they mostly uh, read and believe KJV. Um, for me, I never, it was hard for me to enjoy reading the Bible. So, um, yeah, the King James Version is not a, is not bad. It's just hard to read. It's Shakespearean. It is. So, what, it's it's um, English of the 17th century. So it's, and please don't think anybody who's listening, like, I'm not trying to debate KJV because I know there's still, tons of people who only read from that but for me personally um what i would suggest to anybody who's listening um if you are not able to get into your bible and enjoy it um because of the word usage um i would definitely recommend a different um for me it was much easier i made the switch to i think i you know i've had a couple different versions of the bible um esv is the one that i landed on Mm -hmm. long before we came to new heights um just because it was much easier and more enjoyable for me to well it was much easier for me to read which made it much more enjoyable um and i also taught so it much and once you did your research you saw that it was faithful to yeah absolutely yeah Yeah. because there was um you know there was when i when i worked at family christian there was a ton of people was like i can't believe you're selling that bible you know because um because it was a you know a bible that paraphrased everything um so it you know and I think that's definitely something that um, if you need a Bible that paraphrases to make it easier to read because of the word usage, I think that's a word usage. I think that's absolutely okay. And well, when you look in the beginning of the KJV, right, it talks about how this was given and made by the providence of God so that men and women could read it themselves in their own vernacular. 
And that was the, that was the reason for it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it says that. It's like a dedication to King John. Yeah, I, I really believe that if the translators of the KJV were alive today, they would they would be totally okay with the, the translations. Well, because just we like see. everything else in culture, I mean, in history, things have changed, like the the history of our language. Did you know the King James Version is at a 12th grade reading level? Wow. So, I mean, like, there are churches that, like, in their youth group, they're, they're trying to get kids to, yeah. to study. Memorize, yeah. And, and, like, their schools aren't even asking them to read at that level. Yeah. There was a man in our church who um, who only read the King James Version, like, through his upbringing. And um, so he was reading, well, he wasn't reading. <laughs> he wasn't reading the, the, his Bible. Right, yeah. And I was talking to him about it, and um, and he was just like, that's just all I've ever done. I have trouble reading it. I, I can't get myself to stay with it because yeah. because it's so hard for me. And he just didn't have a high reading level, right? Um, even as an adult, and and so I was like, well, what? And and I didn't even give get give uh, ESV to him. I was like, what, what if you try the New Living Translation, yeah. which is a thought for thought? So yeah. I don't think it's sinful, but no. so I made sure he understood this is not word for word, but it's it's going to be easy. The it's readability a, yeah. is going to be easy yeah. for you. And so, um, well, and, and then what, for the first time in his really life, want, he, starts, right? I mean, he starts reading the Bible. Like, yeah, going that's, through it. that's what you really want. I think as a, as a pastor and even as a Christian who's trying to encourage somebody else, like you want friends and family to be reading their Bible. Mm-hmm. Um, so with my kids, I start with the uh, study book Bible. I don't start with the KJV. I, I've had students say to me, I don't know what the Bible is saying in KJV, but I have to read it. I, I, how many times I, I've said, what does that mean? And they say, I don't even, I don't understand it. Yeah. But, but they're dogmatic that they have to read this. And, and so talking about memorizing a verse, right? They'll say. You're talking about students at school. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. You said your kids. I was oh, like, no, 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 no. I'm saying. I was like, my, why are you being dogmatic he said he about start, it with He them? said he starts out with his kids. I, yeah, yeah, I start with my kids <laughs> reading a study book Bible that, that speaks to their language. Okay. Right. And, then, and then as they mature, hopefully hopefully they can grow in that and say, okay, I want something that's a little, you know, oh, that's a little harder yeah. to read. Yeah. Um, and so I have no I have no problem with someone eventually saying, you know, I really like the way the KJ be reads or whatever but like i I think that it's as an adult who's never read scripture for themselves starting them off maybe not with the study book bible you know the jesus study book bible that my kids read but maybe something that's maybe also not the esv uh maybe something that's a little in between that that is phrase for phrase Mm -hmm. that makes a little bit easier like nlt yeah it's a learning process that's what it is okay so something for me um like once I did make the switch to a different translation to the ESC, like something that I discovered a love that I have um, is Bible journaling, and that's like drawing I and love painting. Bible journaling. Like, so I'm not just t- talking about notes. Like I'm talking about like painting in my yeah, Bible, yeah. coloring every. Like I love it. Like I'm that was big um, into that. Have that you seen was, any of mine? No. Are you being serious? Yeah. Okay. I'll show you in a little bit. Okay. Well, I don't believe you right now that you're being serious. So, um. Like, that was a way for me to really get in the Word and really stu- – okay, well, look at you, big turd. Um, that was a way for me to really get in the Word and um, study it, like, the passage that I'm going to, you know, Bible journal about and stuff. And so um, I know a lot of people – I'm in a lot of groups on Facebook, you know, just to kind of get ideas and inspiration and, you know, just to encourage people um, who love it. There's a ton of people who are, like, crazy – they have crazy opinions um, and crazy like because you stick shouldn't to their guns draw on you your Bible. Draw on your Bible, yeah. Yeah. So, what are your thoughts? I I agree with them. I don't think you should draw on your Bible. Obviously, yeah. if you look at my Bible, there are no markings in it. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. 
Um, no, I think you you have you are a stationary minded person, obviously, by your sloth notebooks, and so like settle down. That no, that I'm just saying that that helps you kind of focus, get get in your mindset of uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna draw all my attention. There's a pun there. Draw all my mm-hmm. attention to the Word of God, and um and yeah, I think that can be super helpful. Um, not unlike putting hip hop beats behind the word of God. I mean, right. those things, as long as they're not taking away from the content, right. I, I don't think that it's So I have it's a, wrong. I have a Bible that I read from that I bring to church. Um, and especially if I'm doing like scripture reading or anything like that, or doing devotions and stuff like, or teaching, like that's my Bible that I read. I usually don't take notes unless it's like up in the margins. You know, like if you all, if you, if you all have good sermon <laughs> points that I really want to, um, it's yeah, a big if yeah, <laughs> I sometimes, I don't always write your sermon points in there, but I, you know, I do write stuff up in the yeah. margins and then sides and, uh, and then I have my study Bible that I haven't like I've underlined like two things since I, I so I just got a new study Bible for Christmas mm-hmm. um so I've underlined a few things but I don't plan to journal in that and then I do have a Bible that I've just painted the guts out of it and yeah. taped it up and yeah um so for me like I've uh that was for a certain season in my life like yeah. that um so I'm getting I'm going to get a new one for like yeah. this next season of life that it, you know some things so it's been it's been good for me like you know my king james bible has writing and highlighting in it and stuff and so, it's actually uh, if you it's the, it's the only bible that i've kept like sentimentally yeah because it's like what what i learned to preach from and stuff okay let's talk let's talk about that first there's second. a thumb <laughs> radius on my bible that the yeah. cover is worn off like where my thumb it, yeah. when i would yeah. preach from it and stuff so you know when i would thump it on the pulpit you know yeah, there you, go. you have to do that not so much as an iPad. That's what that's what happened. Yeah. That's why it's so beat up because so I would down. pound it all the time. So I, um, you know, Jason and I have always kind of in our you know in our marriage and our lives like we've not been hoarders. We haven't wanted to hold on to like a bunch of stuff. Like it, most of the stuff that we have is you know we've gotten rid of a lot of stuff. Like we get rid of clothes constantly and we actually yeah. did that over Christmas break like I did the capsule wardrobes for us which means like you have a certain number of shirts pants everything like that so we kind of do that with books too like we don't have a certain number of books because we both love books and stuff so um over Christmas break um I tried to get rid of um a bible on Facebook and I got <laughs> I got a lot of text messages from my friends uh they were Talking upset with you? Or? Mostly just making fun because it was a King James Version Bible. Yeah. And it was a Thompson Chain reference, which is a really, you know, I, I guess it's a really good reference Bible. I don't yes. really, I don't really know. So here's, Love my, those. here's my thing. Like a lot of, um, I didn't read out of it a lot. It was, it was never my study Bible. It was never my reading Bible. Yeah. Um, it had my name yeah. engraved on it. And to me, like. I hadn't opened up the pages in years. Right. So, um, like, what do you do with so it? So, to me, I'm not going to toss it out, but I also can't just, You think like, it'd be wrong to throw it away? I do, yeah. Really? Uh, yeah. So, I would rather... It, if somebody prefers to read that version, yeah. I would much rather give it to somebody because it was an expensive Bible. I mean... Yeah. Um, and it's a study Bible that a lot of people, like, it's their dream Bible. I'm not saying you should throw it KJV away. KJV lovers, you know. Yeah. So, um... So I got a, I got some cause I, you know I kind of I, I got like, tickled at my pose. I, d- I don't want to have like a I don't want people to have like a mystical view of the physical part of the Bible. Yeah. Like I like the church I grew up in, they they would teach us that you don't put anything on top of the Bible. 
Yeah. Because it was like disrespectful of God's word. Right. Like so set even like anything, if, like setting your phone on top yeah, of it. Yeah, like if I had this book, like I couldn't Stacked carry on top it. Of I couldn't it. carry yeah. it because like this. I had yeah. to put the Bible that's on top of on the top other of book. It, yeah. So when I walked into church, I had to have the Bible. That's yeah, the on dumbest top. thing I've ever heard. Right. It should, that's serious. People this is this. not, this, like this This is the word of God written on these pages, but it's not God. Right. And so like, wow. um, wow. so I, yeah, I think you just can't be too crazy with it, but um I'm sorry, maybe that was a little mean. The whole, I guess, the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I just never, I've, like, this yeah. cold. Have you I, never heard that before? Gosh, no. That's oh. all. That might be a Lincoln County I, thing. But. Well, no, I think it's a, I think it, I mean, the, I was taught that all growing up. The, like, the epistle, even, a, pen, even a pencil or a pen sentiment. or something. Yeah, I understand yeah. the sentiment. It's like, we're going to, we're going to highly. Well, and that's where a lot of people get, um, you know, you shouldn't write in your Bible. You shouldn't right. highlight right. or cover mm-hmm. up yeah. the word in any way because it's disrespectful and. Yeah, the, the, so um, I just buy these cheap Bibles. I love this. My my Bible that I read and teach from is one like that, and it's yellow and it lays flat. Yeah, so I buy um, them in and bulk I love it. for like ten bucks. Yeah, and then I give them away. You give you get this for ten bucks. Yeah, if you buy a bunch of them. Really? And my goal is to give them away. So have, like if so I share the gospel with somebody or lead somebody to Christ, I just yeah, give them my that's Bible. That's awesome. I'm gonna and start putting like, those in my purse when I teach. They think I'm church. parting with something that I've had for yeah. years. I'm like, no, I've only had this for that's like okay. a few I've months. Had it for like, two days. <laughs> two days. Okay. No, I don't. I don't. Puts from I don't lead people to Christ inside. that often, but you know. But it is it is cool because I there's something there's something like just uh, memorializing or spiritual about like I've been growing in this like from this actual Bible and I'm gonna, I'm gonna no gift, I love gift that it to you. Um, but like but then again there's nothing like mystical happening right, there, right? so um i i uh, trained and did some work with good news club i'm sure you all are familiar with yeah. that um and when we did the training for it like uh the the guy who did the training uh, who you know trained us he's like you know if you're going to take a bible to good news club which everybody should because you know it's bible club yeah. or whatever be willing um, to, be willing to part with your bible yeah. because there might be a kid that says i don't have a bible and i'd love to have one mm-hmm. and you don't want to give away something so i went and bought the bible that i had i also wanted a teaching bible but um i like that's kind of you know things that i write in my bible and yeah. uh, put in my bible like i haven't i don't have my name in it and i don't put pictures i used to um in my Thompson chain reference, um, I used to take pictures of kids that I taught at church camp and at mm-hmm. church. Like once they graduate, I used to tape their picture in the back of the Bible so that I could pray mm-hmm. for them. And they, yeah. so I had to cut those pages out whenever yeah, be weird I to gave give it that away. away. Um, yeah. <laughs> but you know, so I don't tape anything in there that I um, would regret giving away or. Yeah. But I I, th- I think that's a great thing. So I started. Um, <laughs> the last two times I've taught at church, um, we've done prize bag, and the prize bag has been Heather's Bob, uh, Heather's uh, purse. Like, if you listen in class and you do the activity sheet, you wow. can pick something out of my purse. And, you never know what you might find in there. Um, it's might true. be might be inappropriate or dangerous. No, I pull everything out that they cannot oh, okay. um, that they cannot choose from, like my wallet, my keys, flask. And, um, yeah. I don't carry my flasks to church. Um, my phone, you know, things that are of great value. Yeah. Um, but I had a, a uh, I have a Bible that I keep in my car, uh, yeah. just like a little pocket Bible. And um, I had a little guy from church pick that because he didn't have a Bible. So was it one of my kids? No. Okay. Good. <laughs> one of your kids took Jason's umbrella out of my purse, and I had to confess it to him. <laughs> one of my kids got Jason's umbrella. Yeah. Like and she, kept it. She got it fair and square. Okay. <laughs> Huh. Because I didn't pull it out, Who and did? I knew it was Maya. In there. She did. It's a really Bell? good umbrella. Maya. Maya. Yeah. Really. She got it fair and square, and you're not going to take it back from her because I've already replaced it. it. Well, it's a well. 
Does Amanda know about this? She does. Huh. She, um, I asked Maya to hide it on Sunday. Yeah, well, <laughs> so she Jason did it for me. So she was like, had it in her jacket. Uh, wow. And then Jason texted me on Tuesday and he's like, do you know where my umbrella is? I was like, I don't have it, dude. <laughs> the pastor's kids took it. your crap. <laughs> well, it's my fault. So I, and I always confess, you know, when I do bad things, like hit something with my car or something, like it's hard for me to keep that <laughs> from hit Jason. something with my car, is that what you said? Which happens frequently. It happens a lot. I don't have a driver's side mirror right now. Oh. And I also had stitches in my finger because of it. So, you know, it's okay. All right, guys, this has been a good episode. I think that this will be very helpful for people. Um for anybody struggling with, or, yeah, who wants to get into Bible reading, who may need to get in it, who's just starting. So, um, Bottom line, read your Bible. Do something that works for you. Yeah, absolutely. Get in the Word. That's the most important thing. Um, so our next podcast, um, we're going to kind of get into a thick, thick topic. Uh, we're gonna talk really? A little bit What's about, that? We're going to talk a little bit about politics um, and Ooh. some of the stuff that's going on in our country oh, right now. So. I'm out. What now? I'm out. Nope. Nope. You're not in. Doing it. Baker's going to host that day. Uh, Calls <laughs> it makes me sweat too much and makes me a little anxious. So, um, if you have listeners, if you have questions, please submit them on our app um, through Facebook, whichever way you are most comfortable with. Thank you for listening. <laughs>